The final score, Southend United 2, Wrexham to another harem scare game, which is quite a start of the season. Now, give you a bit of context. Sorry this is out late. Um, I wasn't able to go to the game, unfortunately, due to circumstances beyond my control. But I've now been able to watch the entire 90 minutes. And it was an interesting experience, actually, because I think it seems quite a negative reaction to the game in general. Um, but I didn't think it was so bad myself. I think maybe the, the point is it's we uh, maybe have to accept this is how we're playing. We're not really, at the moment at least, looking to take control of midfield and take control of possession. And we tend, naturally, to judge teams on how well they control the match. What we are looking to do is attack with quick vertical passing to get at the opposition as quickly as possible. And we have the players to create and take those chances. So this isn't the first time this season that we've we've not had the lion's share of possession. And yet we've still carved out opportunities. That goal power, a phrase I think I'll be using, well I hope I'll be using quite a bit this season, is a big part of our approach. So the first half, we certainly didn't control the ball uh, in terms of possession, but then neither did South End. It was a really fast-paced period of play. Maybe the whole game was. To be fair as well, remember there's two teams in the game of football, and South End, I thought, prepared themselves exceptionally well. They, I think, had looked at us and decided that the best thing to do was to press us hard and not give us time to be able to set ourselves and play those passes that go through the lines. Their approach was energetic and it worked. They were physical and they knocked us off our stride a bit. Having said that, we had more chances than them in the first half, it should be said. Early on, there was an opportunity, a long throw by Toza. Keeper punched it out of the edge of the area. James Jones was there on the edge of the box, headed it back in on target. The keeper was never going to get back across. The defender standing on the edge of the six-yard box headed it clear. Strictly speaking, not off the line, but if he hadn't been there, there was no one else to stop it. And then Jones had another really good effort. It started with a bit of good fortune for Wrexham. It looked like Davis had committed a foul on the edge of our area. The ref didn't give it. But then Wrexham took advantage of that record, hitting a big diagonal across, very accurate to Jones, who worked a nice little one-two with French to get himself inside into a shooting position. And then he struck it well inside the right post. And just to make it even more difficult, a defender stooping down managed to get the top of his head to it and flick it further towards the inside of the post. It was a bit like a batsman in cricket getting an outside edge. But the deflection, although it made life more difficult for the keeper, Arnold, um, at least didn't change his direction. And he did really well, an excellent save to lunge and full stretch tip it around the post. The next opportunity was a goal for South End, And it again came from a toes of throwing. And there's been debate about this. The danger of hurling the long throws into the goal mouth. He threw it in, keeper caught it. And immediately there was a really good breakaway. Murphy did well to hold the ball up. Dunn stood up a diagonal to the far post and Dolby headed it home, heading it down under Lainton, I think, because to be honest, the cameraman had a bit of a, shall we say, shaky afternoon. Um, so the actual finish is a bit wobbly, but looks like yeah, it didn't give Lainton any chance. There was another opportunity when Dolby had a, a powerful shot from the edge of the area, which went wide at the left post. But it was Wrexham that started the half with uh, an opportunity. Straight after the goal, it was quite interesting. We looked to actually keep the ball and move it around in midfield for the first time in the game. 
We did it again in the last minute. Very tidy, patient passing, ending in French on the right-hand side, sweeping a good cross into about eight yards out. Hyde was there. Nobody really on him. Didn't make the best contact with it as he tried to head it back across the keeper, though, and put it wide. So, from the restart, well, straight from the restart, Southend got around the back of our defence, drove the ball across the face of goal, but then Wrexham started to come forwards. Referee had a good advantage after Jordan Davis was fouled in midfield. Uh, Jones drove forwards, found French on the right. He swept the ball in. Hyde, six yards out, looked like he had to score. But Arnold did brilliantly to race off his line, get as close to Hyde as possible. And when Hyde hit it, he couldn't see the goal. The keeper able to spread himself and make the save. Brilliant goalkeeping. At first, it looked like Hyde wanted to attack it at the near post and just tap it in and then realised he wasn't going to be able to get there and had to readjust slightly and that was what did for him. And it looked like Wrexham were done for as well in the 62nd minute when we went 2-0 down. Elements of controversy about this one as a defender came right through the back of Angus to win the ball on the halfway line. The ball fell to Dunn who chipped the ball over the top for Murphy and Murphy drilled it home. OK, let's go through this in sequence. Foul on Angus... Meh, I'm not sure. Even looking at it, you know, having slowed it down, I'm not convinced it's a foul. It's the sort of foul that usually gets given, I've got to say. The, the, the referee's being brave not to give it. Defenders come right through the back. I think he has played the ball, but I'm 100%. For me, 50-50 call like that. Fair play, referee, you can't complain about him. Um, although, like I said, unlucky in the sense that those fouls generally get given when a defender comes through the back. And then, well, like I said, the ball fell for Murphy. Wrexham, well, we got caught on the hop by losing the ball like that. Murphy was able to get in behind Toza. Disappointing to concede the chance to a straight chip over the top like that. I think it's the fact that we lost the ball when we thought we had it. That's caught us out slightly. And I, I've seen uh, criticism of Lainton for the goal, but there's no blame to be put on for him. The ball's dinked over the top. He took a couple of steps out to see whether it was possible for him to close it down get there first realized it wasn't and took up the correct position powerful strike by murphy left him with no chance there's certainly no blame attached to Linton for that Wrexham struck back straight away although i've got to say <laughs> straight away was two minutes later south end celebrations were beautifully designed to uh, eat up the clock they took a hell of a long time over it and the highlight of the time wasting was as the referee finally was getting their players back into their own half, the scorer, Murphy, who was already in his own half, saw the chance on the blind side of the referee to run back 10 yards into Wrexham's half and start tying his laces, unbelievably. The referee was wise to him, gave him short shrift, and eventually we restarted and scored. And this was a really nicely worked move. Davis driving through the middle, Hyde dropping off to receive his pass, holding her up and finding Jones. He worked her out wide to the right. French with a tremendous cross and record. The other wing back getting in and finishing from six yards out. I like it when both wing backs get high up the pitch. Wrexham starting to take the game to South End. Although they could have quickly restored their two-goal lead, Dolby with a tremendous reverse pass to send Ferguson in on the right channel. From 15 yards out, he drove it across Lainton and just scraped the post. I'm lucky to survive that. But when I'm back up the other end, themselves, Tozo with a long throw, which is cleared back out to him. He got the ball onto his left foot, swung it in, and from six yards out, Hyde's header was too straight, and the keeper was able to save it comfortably. 
We did, of course, get the equaliser. Again, French being adventurous down the right-hand side and drilling in another excellent cross. Dior Angus getting there and tapping you home. And then both sides have opportunities. Wrexham was strong after that and threatened to get the winner. Jordan Davis of a shot from the edge of the area, which he rather pulled, but it took a massive deflection. I think off a defender. It could have been Jake Hyde, but I think it was defender. Hit the post. Came back out. James Jones looked to have a tapping from three yards out. But again, Arnold made another remarkable last-ditch save. The flag went up for offside. I think it was against Jones, though, not Hyde. So I assume the one that hit the post would have counted had it just been a couple of inches to the left. And then another opportunity, Davis doing really well to hit a big dial over the top. By this point, Ponticelli was on up front and he ran onto it. It would have been a hell of a goal. He made decent contact from the edge of the box, but just couldn't quite put it on target. The last chance fell to South End. Murphy from 20 yards out, getting the opportunity and driving the shot. Leighton's feet planted and meant he couldn't react and the ball again just went wide. Murphy couldn't believe it and the game ended 2-2. A frantic game. Reasonable result, I think. Both sides carved out similar amounts of decent chances. Um, in terms of performances, well, Leighton, like I said, Seems to have copped a bit of blame, but I don't see it myself. Solid enough. The three centre-backs, I'm a huge fan of Hayden. Um, this is probably his least secure performance. And it wasn't a bad performance, but he wasn't quite as dominant as usual. Toza was excellent, apart from when the guy uh, Murphy got inside him for the goal, unfortunately. Uh, but he was very strong at the back. And at left centre-back, Lennon again did well. And uh, it was interesting hearing Phil Parkinson afterwards talking about him being on a long journey back to fitness. And this being just the start of it. Um, he cramped up and had to come off for 75 minutes gone. But he looked, he looked solid. Cloweth came on for him. And he also looked good, except for when he gave away a daft free kick right on the edge of the area, which we could have been punished for. But um, it was a weird free kick. I've never seen a, don't think a, a wall do this before. Southend had players on it to change the angle and they did change the angle and our entire wall shuffled across I don't think I've ever seen a team do that it was it was different uh, anyway the shot got went wide uh, in midfield we had Young who uh, yeah, didn't have the the most prominent of games he was forced a little bit deep I think and, and gave the ball away a couple of times sloppy passing was the problem a big problem for us but I think South End's pressure was the cause of it also in midfield, Jordan Davis, who did very well in the closing stages. I thought he was a bit quiet for about the first hour or so, but really sprang to life at the end and was creating chances. And James Jones, who I thought was excellent, really worked hard, linking well with French. Lots of energy, he's a good signing, he is. And clever use of the ball too. The wing-backs were crucial, of course. French, I guess, is man of the match. Two assists and more chances put in as well. And fair play as well. Solid defensively, created opportunities. Um, record also, of course, getting forward. Scored the goal and, and had a decent game. And up front, there was Hyde, who held the ball up pretty well. We've been frustrated to have missed a couple of decent sort of six-yard box chances. But having said that, he's getting into those right positions. I don't feel too concerned by that. And Dior Angus, who started because James Mullen had a knee injury. Not a major knee injury, it wouldn't seem. Um, he had a pre-match fitness test. And Phil Parkinson said afterwards that he would have picked him if it was like an end-of-season match. Um, Angus strolled at first as Parkinson misses to get into the game. But once he settled into it, uh, did pretty well. Got the goal. 
uh, McLinden came on for the last three minutes and, and was, you know, quite eager and lively. Got a late shot off or it went well over. And we also threw Ponticelli on for his first start, a uh, first action of the season. And he was busy for 10 minutes. So a draw. We're still unbeaten. I'll take this. We had a hell of a tough start of the season um, and we still haven't lost any games. So that's decent. With the final score of Southampton United 2, Wrexham 2, I'm Mark Griffiths from the Wrexham ASC media team.